Well, good Wednesday noonday to you, and I hope that you're having a good day today. And uh, I'm looking forward to us talking together today about a, a great new topic in our time in the Word. <clears throat> I've so enjoyed this last year of us being able to meet like this and do it. Thank you for the uh, numerous feedback and the times I've seen you at church and others of you have texted me or emailed me. Thank you for your, your encouragement, your support. Thank you for sharing what we talk about on Wednesdays at noondays with your friends and your family. And I know <clears throat> many of you will not be with me while I'm doing this live, but you, uh, you're faithful to join in when you have time <clears throat> and hear these things that we're doing together. And I hope that um, the Word of God is a great encouragement to you. <clears throat> and may the Lord bless you wherever you are today. Well, I want us to turn to a famous chapter in the Bible. We're going to be in it for some time. It's <clears throat> famous because I call it the chapter of, of uh, describing and explaining to us all that God has done for us as believers. It's um, the believer's blessings from God. That's what the chapter's about. The believer's blessings from God. The psalmist said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is in me, <clears throat> bless his holy name. <clears throat> bless the Lord, O my soul, and do not forget his benefits. I wonder today, whatever you're going through, and I know some of you are going through some really hard things. We've talked about that, haven't we? Strength for the struggle. We've talked about it. God is with you, but have you paused today to thank God for the blessings and the benefits that He has given to you now that you are a follower of Jesus? This is, this is one of the ways we help our friends and our family who do not know Jesus. We tell them all the benefits, all the blessings of knowing Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Well, Romans chapter 8, <clears throat> we're only going to get to verse 1. I'll read it. Some of you don't have your Bible in front of you. Most of you, though, who are believers know this verse. Therefore, Paul's making a conclusion from what he's been talking about in Romans 7 about sin and oh, the depths of sin and the pain of sin. And now he says, therefore now, but Jesus Christ has done something on the cross to take care of our sin. Therefore now, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Now, wait a minute. Think about that. Let's, let's hear that afresh and anew. There is now no condemnation there is now today right now from the moment you became a believer there is now no condemnation for those who are in jesus christ well what do we think about when we when we um, come to this idea of god's blessing well what has god done for us well god <clears throat> has removed condemnation from us through the death of Jesus Christ on the cross. 
That's it. God has removed condemnation. But I have to start in a hard place for a moment. Here's something you have to remember. Here's something you have to think about for your friends who do not know Jesus today, family members who do not know Jesus today, and the strangers you meet all across the, the road and down the street and in the town, in the city. This is, this is their condition today. There is condemnation today on those who are not believers in Jesus Christ. Maybe I say it another way. There is condemnation today on sinners who have not been saved by the grace of God through Jesus Christ. This is a hard thing to think about, but this is what helps us go on mission. This is what helps us tell people about Jesus locally and around the world here at First Baptist. People are in a state of condemnation. They are under God's condemnation today if they are sinners who are not saved by the grace of God and born again. Romans 5.18, I just read part of the verse to you. So through one transgression, through one sin, there resulted condemnation to all men. Talking about Adam's sin. The sin of Adam affected all of us because we all sin just like Adam. You see, we're we're born the same way, born into this world, now sinners. Adam made that fateful choice to disobey God. He, along with his wife Eve, and death passed on to all of us because we all sin. You know, one of the reasons why death is the tyrant it is is because of sin. Sin and death, sin and death, sin and death. Look, Adam sinned and brought it into the world, and death spread to all. And we all sin just like Adam against God. And everyone who sins is a condemned sinner. What does it mean to be condemned? Well, if we were all guilty of a crime, and we went before the judge, and the, and the proceedings took place, and we were guilty, then the sentence is passed upon us. We're condemned for the crime. When we sin, we're condemned for the crime. We are condemned. We are condemned sinners when we do not know Jesus Christ. Listen, here's the best way to describe condemnation. This is sobering now. Condemnation is an eternal death sentence for those who sin against God. I want you to think about it. Condemnation is an, an eternal death sentence for those who sin against God. Not just one sin or many sins. Some say, well, you know, one sin is not as bad as many sins. No, the wages of our sin is it's death, whether it's one sin or many sins. Sinners who are under this sentence of condemnation live their whole life in this world, as long as they're not believers, under condemnation. They're already condemned. They're condemned. They're carrying on them an eternal death sentence. And sinners who die without believing in Jesus Christ, sinners who die in their sin, <clears throat> receive an eternal death sentence in hell. <clears throat> I believe the Lord Jesus perhaps talked as much at least about hell as he did about heaven. 
That's what the Lord Jesus did. He talked about hell. If we're going to be true and genuine with our friends, we must tell them what the Lord Jesus has said about heaven and also about hell. I don't know what that does to you emotionally to think about those that you know who today are living under condemnation. I hope it motivates you. I hope it breaks your heart. You know, we cry about a lot of silly things, but we don't cry very much about the lost who are in who are in a state of condemnation today. But the good news is, number two, there is no condemnation, no longer any condemnation on those who believe in Jesus Christ. This is the good news. I'm just rejoicing today. The death sentence, the eternal death sentence on me has been removed because when I was a nine-year-old boy, I repented of my sins and believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. And He removed. Here's what God did for me. Through Jesus Christ's death on the cross, He removed that eternal death sentence. I am so thankful for that benefit. How do you ever get over that? We've been pardoned from our eternal death sentence, Christian friends. You're pardoned. You're a pardoned one. We've seen these people who are pardoned by presidents and governors, how they're just stunned and overwhelmed and it changes their life. To be pardoned by God's grace through Jesus Christ's death on the cross and to be pardoned from your eternal death sentence, I, I don't think you ever get over that. Paul said, so through one act of righteousness, this is the other part of Romans 5.18, so through one act of righteousness, there resulted justification of life to all. So whoever believes in Jesus Christ is justified from their sin. Justified as if we didn't ever sin, which is an incredible thing. So the sentence of death is removed. Hell is removed as my destiny. The wrath of God against me is removed in His resistance toward me. And the charges of my sinfulness are removed. The biggest battle in the Christian life, and I say, I've said this repeatedly, and I'm going to keep saying it because I think it is important for people to hear it. The most important thing for you to remember today, if you're a believer and you're no longer condemned, is that God has forgotten your past sins. God has forgotten your past sins. Why can't you forget them? Now, I'm talking about your sins that have been confessed and under the blood. Why can't you forget your past sins and move on with God? Well, the devil tries to get us in a corner, doesn't he? He, he accuses you. He lies to you. Tells you God can't really forgive you. There is no condemnation to you. Some of you need to get up out of the ashes of your pity party of the past, and you need to look forward and do what God's calling you to do and get busy about it. Well, there is condemnation on those who are not believers. There's no condemnation on those who are in Jesus Christ. And there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ, he says. Okay, quickly. You're now united to Jesus Christ. I've, I spoke about this recently. I'm talking about dead to the world. What Paul said, Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ, yet I live. Not I, but Christ lives in me. Jesus Christ lives in you if you're a believer today. You are united to Jesus Christ and spiritually united to Him forever. How wonderful that is. You are now made righteous in Jesus Christ. 
because you're in Christ. And now you live in the joy of forgiveness. There is therefore now, now you live free from condemnation because you are in Jesus Christ. What has God done for you? He's removed the eternal death sentence for you who believe and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. To the praise of the glory of His grace, the Lord is near to the door. Remember, come Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father, thank you for my friends who have joined me today. No condemnation in Jesus Christ. We shout it from the rooftops. We sing it in our heart. It brings melody and joy to our lives. Thank you, Lord, for saving us. And thank you for removing eternal condemnation from us. May we no longer condemn ourselves because you do not condemn us. May we live for the glory of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, share this with someone if you think it will be a blessing to them. And may the Lord bless you. hope you'll be with us tonight on Wednesday night if you're local at First Baptist for all of our ministry programs. And remember Sunday, we're talking about a very important subject. If you can't join us, please go online and listen to what I've been sharing about being dead to the world. Oh, believing friends, be dead to the world and alive to God. May the Lord bless you. Have a great day.